Hello again, listeners. This is the third podcast of the Three Semi-Wise Men. I'm Wade Holmes, today with... Mike Ryder and, and Curtis Wurstick. Today I will be the prompter, and the topic of today is forgiveness of others and forgiveness from God. I'd like to start off today with a verse from Ephesians. So, Ephesians 4, 31-32. Let there be no more bitter resentment or anger, no more shouting or slander, and let there be no bad feelings of any kind among you. Be kind to each other and be compassionate. Be as ready to forgive as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So, gentlemen, today, I want to ask you a question. Are we worthy of the forgiveness that God has given us from our sins? Quite simply, no. Mike says no, Chris. <laughs> I concur. And honestly, I would have to say the same thing, too. Wow. I would say that through Jesus, we're forgiven. If without him, we wouldn't be. So, gentlemen, was there ever a time when you found it hard to forgive somebody? And how did you feel about that person after it was resolved or not? Personally, I don't. I haven't really found it super hard to forgive anyone because I'm not. I mean, no serious offenses have been uh, laid towards me. But I, I will share a story for your your humor. When I was in grade six, I was uh, on the soccer team with my best friend at the time, and um, we were having our team photos that day. So we were standing in line waiting because all these teams are going through and getting their team photos and whatnot. So we're messing around. My friend is lying on the ground for some reason. And he decides it would be a good idea to pants me. So I'm standing there and he pulls out my shorts and I quickly pull them back up. Now at this time, as the 11-year-old I was, it was the cool thing to wear boxers. Well, I didn't wear boxers. I wore the nice little tidy whities <laughs> And so that was very embarrassing. So I was pretty mad at my friend. So what did I do the next day at school? I went, you know, we kind of started play fighting, but, you know, a little bit of seriousness in me <laughs> because of what he did the day before, and he just made a big joke of it. So I couldn't stay mad at him. And the forgiveness was there, and we still remained close friends, even though he decided to pants me in front of my soccer team. <laughs> Funny kid. <laughs> yes. Curtis, do you have a story? Um, I actually don't have any real stories. I, I'm the type that likes to make sure everyone is on the, my good side. So if I accidentally do something that hurts somebody or I, I'm instantly there wanting to make sure things are right. And so, so asking for, for forgiveness, forgiving others, um, is pretty easy for me just cause I just, I can't stand the idea of being, having conflict with someone. So mm. yeah, no, it's pretty. So you both would say you don't have any problem forgiving somebody. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty... Well, I think it's just the situations we've... The people, the offenses far. that people have done to us so far, mm -hmm. rather easily to forgive. Unlike, like, you have people whose children have been murdered mm -hmm. and they're able to give, for, give forgiveness to the, the killer. I think that would be a much harder thing mm -hmm. than being pantsed. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> well, I agree too. But uh, let's go with that, for example. For the people that have forgiven others from incredibly serious offenses, such as murdering their children, husband, wife, whatever it may be, uh, could you, do you think if you were in their shoes, you could do the same? Uh, I think it's, it's tough to put yourself in that, in that mindset, put them in your shoes. It's tough to have empathy for something like that, something so, so tragic that, that has happened to, to these people. Um, that it would be tough to get all the emotions that are going into that. I would like to say that I think I would be able to forgive, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't think you really know until you're put into that situation. And it's it would only be through God's God's grace and God's love that you you would be able to forgive someone someone like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Yeah, I have no. Yeah, I'd say the same thing as Mike. Ask Curtis the question first next time. <laughs> well, on that note, I remember years ago I read a story of a woman who her husband had been murdered in a parking lot for no real reason. Because like when they finally caught the killer, he had gotten away with $14 for taking this man's life. And a truck that barely worked. It only got him a couple kilometers down the road. And the woman, at first, she didn't know how to feel because, you know, your husband that you've been married to for, I think it was 30 years, I believe, had just been murdered, and she wasn't sure how to feel, but she was a practicing Christian. She believed that God had forgiven her, and she took that faith on herself to go forgive the person that had killed her husband after dealing with the emotions that come about it. So week after week, she'd go back to the prison every day, I'm sorry, every week to see the man who had killed her husband, and at first it struck him as odd, like, you know what I did, why would you come see me and be the last person? And she told him simply, because Jesus has forgiven me, because God has forgiven me, that I'm going to forgive you. And after a year of the meetings, the man actually accepted Christ while in prison. Which I think is phenomenal. Like, I'd like to say that, like you said, Mike, in the similar boat that I wish I could show that much forgiveness, and I, I pray and hope that I do, and I know if I offer this idea up to God that he will hold on to it, because he knows where my heart will be out of that. But it's tough to say, because that's a big boat, that's a huge pill to swallow, so to say. But um, for the times that you guys have had to offer forgiveness in your life, what changes came about it in yourself or around you from the times you've had to show forgiveness to others? Um, I think just thinking of the few instances that, that come to mind that it always works out for the better. Like every, everyone always ends up either... Um, Get it solved. The problems end up getting solved up, and you become closer with those people that that you are willing to forgive. And um, as opposed to, I've seen so many times where people are, are unwilling to forgive someone, and you just see this this tension between these two people for ever, and it just never goes away. And eventually, they just drift farther and farther apart until they never talk to each other again. And and so. Um, so from my experiences, I don't, I don't think I've really seen from myself not forgiving someone of it going bad, but um, it always seems to work out better. So, yeah, I find uh, the forgiveness it's, it, it humbles me, and uh, I don't know if it's directly because of the forgiveness or because the person who's done the offense to me. Um, I think about how I react to it and all that, and realize how badly I reacted to it a lot of times, whether with anger, or I say something stupid that makes me look like an idiot, or makes me look like a jerk, and makes and that humbles me in the sense that makes me think, wow, I really handled that terribly. And then I come with, uh, I guess, more of a humble approach to the person where you forgive them for what they've done, but you also apologize for your reaction to it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I think that's more of the type of, my, well, my reaction to the, the situation rather than the forgiveness. Um, I mean, again, I haven't had any huge uh, forgiveness things, <laughs> mm -hmm. forgiveness situations that I can think of. So I, I don't think the situations that I had to forgive people for have really affected me as, mm -hmm. uh, as much or my relationships with people um, because it's just been minor. Yeah, so you've never been at the point when you've had to forgive something more than just, what do you call it, like a minor? Yeah, minor I haven't had to forgive anything officer. that would be a, could it be a friendship ender? Yeah, a possibility. for sure. So even though none of us have been on that side of the fence, so to say, would you say forgiving someone, the benefits of it is more for you or for the other person? 
the change or the good that comes about of it, is it more for you or for the other person? I think it's both. <laughs> and, um, because I think that's just the characteristic of, of forgiveness. Forgiveness in its truest form is, is total grace. And total grace is, is, as well as just God's action. So what we asked at the top of the, the podcast, whether we are worthy of forgiveness, is the answer is always no. Are people worthy of our forgiveness if they do offense to us? I would say that would be a similar thing, that it's not worthy again. They've done an offense. Mm -hmm. If you think of true forgiveness, true forgiveness is, you know what, don't worry about it, I'm going to, well, forget about it, basically. And that's without them having to do any repaying mm -hmm. to you. So that, that's there's no offense that could be, uh, that a person could be still worthy for forgiveness if they've offended you and you just forgive them. Mm. And so I think that's totally a God, God thing. That's totally God shining through. And so it, when God shines through in a situation like that, it's going to be beneficial for both parties. And so how you handle a situation like that can really, it can honor God, right? Yes. Because essentially you're showing a reflection of the forgiveness he's given us. Yes, if you're doing forgiveness in the truest form. Mm. You can have forgiveness where, you, I mean, you're expecting the person to do something mm -hmm. for you, and then you'll forgive them for that. That's not, I don't think that's forgiveness in this truth. So. No. Okay. Curtis, do you have anything to say on the topic? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Curtis will speak the latter half of the questions. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to... I'd like to read a verse from Matthew. It's found in Matthew six fourteen and 15. It, ta it reflects the, the forgiveness God has offered us and how he expects us to do the same. So yes, if you forgive others for the things they do wrong, then your Father in heaven will also forgive you for the things you do wrong. But if you do not forgive the wrongs of others, then your Father in heaven will not forgive the wrong things you do. So I think that relates back to what you were saying before, Mike, about forgiveness in its truest form. See... If we're to be like God, we're to forgive others without needing reformation, without needing anything back from the person who's forgiven us. And yes, that can be hard based off the situation, because there's many different things that can go along with that. But God's saying he will not forgive us if we cannot forgive other people in the same way. So, from reading that, would you guys say God requires us to be forgiving people? Yes. Curtis Wood. <laughs> Expand, Curtis. Expand, my friend. Um, I think it's not just a it's not just a requirement, though. It de God definitely like makes it clear in the Bible that we have to forgive people, no matter mm -hmm. what they've done against us, no matter if it's the worst thing ever. We have to forgive them. But mm -hmm. um, I think it's more than just that. I think if for people to general, genuinely believe in what Jesus has done for us and what God's forgiveness towards us is you couldn't help but want to forgive other people because you've seen how good God is through how bad you've been and how much he's done to forgive you. And so you go, I just want to show that forgiveness to other people. So no matter what they've done, I'm going to show forgiveness. I'm going to forgive people because... I want to show people what God's done for me. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's definitely a requirement. Just like anything in the Bible, the Bible commands us to love God, but love in itself isn't a, 
isn't a I grumbling have to it's a I want to do it and it's the same thing with forgiveness it's yes it's a command but it's I really want to forgive mm -hmm. people just so I can show people the forgiveness I've been shown yeah I think that's a beautiful statement too thank you for sharing that Curtis when I think of God essentially requiring us to forgive us I I'm in the same boat as Curtis like I believe you do it because he does command it and it does glorify him but I think back to the times in my life when situations have arose when I held on to that bitterness and resentment towards somebody. So, story time here. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, um, a young man had hurt several friends of mine through a bunch of lousy actions and choices he had made. And it came to the point that I could not forgive him for that right away. It took me over six to nine months to forgive this young man. And eventually, when I tracked him down, because i gotten a new phone, gotten... He moved, that kind of thing. He went all manhunter. He went all manhunter. <laughs> man tracker. Found him through the man woods. Tracker. <laughs> he was oh hiding under a bunch of, bunch of leaves. And <laughs> I, had to, I had to get off my horse for that one. <laughs> when I finally found him, I couldn't help but forgive him for what he had done. I, whether he had forgiven himself for his actions, I think at that point, in my mind, was irrelevant because I knew that I didn't want to hold on to the bitterness I had towards him. It was affecting everything I was doing because in the back of my mind... Satan would be using that to try to pull me away from God, saying, oh, you don't have to forgive him. Look at what he did. Look at his sin. Look at all this. But at the same time, God counteracts and says, wait, like, let's look at our own sin. Like, let's look at our own life. It's like, are you really any cleaner than this man is? Like, you have not done what he's done, but in other forms you have done what he's done. And when I saw him for the first time in months, it was great. We hung out. We had a good time. And the forgiveness was there. He could feel it because he felt comfortable with me after a couple conversations when he thought he could never look me in the eyes again. And it was nice to know that through the act of forgiving someone, God's glory can be shown. And I haven't seen this young man since, but I have faith that God is looking out for him. Because it is not my responsibility to, but God <laughs> is always doing it. But it's great to see that God can respond in those kind of ways and help our hearts heal as, long, as well as healing other people through the actions that have gone in. You know, uh, have happened in our lives. So, um... Well, I want to ask yeah. a question. Now. Oh, for sure. Because it kind of relates to our to our previous one that <coughs> God requires us to forgive others. My question with your story is mm -hmm. that whether he forgave himself, do you think God requires us to forgive ourselves to receive forgiveness from him? I think we have to, we do have to have an understanding that we are forgiven too. Because we can't be walking around with a banner of essentially unforgiveness on our head when God is clearly redeemed us through all of our actions, through all of our sin, through Jesus. And to live in that, to live in that idea that you're not forgiven, I don't think it's a healthy place to be. Mm. I think that's not where God wants us to be. Yeah. So you, you would think it's not possible for us to believe that God has forgiven us and not be able to forgive ourselves? Yes, I would say so. What do you mean by forgive ourselves? You know, there's people who always feel an overwhelming guilt of what they've done. And they can't forgive themselves for doing what they've done. So perhaps they've done an action towards someone else, mm -hmm. and they feel guilty about that person has forgiven them, but they haven't forgiven themselves for doing that action. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, okay. Well, what was your question again? Uh, that does God for our salvation? Does God God requires says well, we have to forgive others to receive forgiveness okay. from ourselves? But is that, does that work for us? We have to have forgiveness for ourselves to receive forgiveness from God? Um, I think, I don't think 
the term term forgiving ourselves works. I think we're just living under guilt and shame, and and uh, accepting forgiveness from God relieves us from that. And so I don't think mm-hmm. it's necessarily us forgiving ourselves; it's us accepting forgiveness and getting that burden lifted up, lifted up off ourselves. So okay, that make sense. interesting. I'll continue. Okay. <laughs> So, remembering the wrongdoings of others towards ourselves, should we as Christians be remembering these things and making a note of them? So, whenever somebody has wronged you in the past, is God, does God say in his word that we should be remembering these things at all? Uh, okay, you're both looking for Bible verses, so I'll go. <laughs> um, before. I think we shouldn't remember them, because that's not, not true forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like... If it's going to be totally full of grace, as forgiveness should be, then you shouldn't be holding it as, as, an, uh, as an account in, in your head. Okay. And I think, actually I think Curtis is probably going to touch on the verse that I was going to talk about later. Um, so I'll, I'll actually let you go first. Is it from Psalms? I don't know. Oh. Read it, and we'll find out. <laughs> for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as the... Oh, that's the, that's the Hebrew one. As far as the east <laughs> yeah. is from the west, that's how far as he has removed his transgressions from us. And there's also the... I think Wade's got the Hebrew one. Hebrews first. Hebrews one? Yeah. Yeah, Hebrews go ahead, Wade. Okay, so Hebrews 8.12. I will forgive them for their wicked things they did. I will not remember their sins anymore. All right. Now I can do my thought. <laughs> it goes to us as well that God says, I will not remember their sins. Now I have a tough time believing that God is totally forgetting things because he's all-knowing. If he's all-knowing, then he can't have something that he forgets because then he doesn't know it anymore. So I think that the way he's using remember, maybe I, I, you know what, I probably should have looked at that word in the concordance before this to figure it out, but I think the way he's using that remember is that he's not... Um, He's not keeping it in the in the front of the mind. The way he's remembering that sin is not as an offense towards him from us. He's going to remember the situation in which we we sinned. So it's kind of, it's kind of always in the back of his mind. He remembers that situation in which we sinned, but he doesn't have those same kind of being offended kind of feelings. If that makes sense. Okay. I'll do it more in the, in the humanly scale because I think that's easier to grasp. That when someone does an offense to us, we always, I mean, we can we can always remember it. I remember my friend pantsing me, and I always remember that in the back of my mind. But because I've forgiven that, it no longer affects my relationship with him. Okay. So I think God still knows the instance of that sin. He hasn't totally forgot it. He says, I will not remember it. But in the sense that he doesn't let that affect our relationship with him anymore. And I think... Remembering actually um, demonstrates even more the power behind forgiveness Hmm. in that even though you still remember, it doesn't affect your relationship. And that's pretty powerful Mm because in order to, for something to like, in my mind, in order for something to not completely affect a relationship I have with someone, I would have to like literally forget it just so I wouldn't remember what that person did against me. But because I still remember and able to forgive and able to move forward and still work at the relationship, it's just so much more powerful. And, um, yeah, and I think um, even the way God um, demonstrates remember or not remembering anymore is um, 
demonstrated in one of the parables of the unmerciful servant where Jesus talks about um, a king who forgives his servant of a debt of 10,000 talents, which my Bible says is millions of dollars. So it'd be like an unpayable debt, pretty much. And then the servant goes and um, finds another, uh, another person that's under him, and he has a debt that's not even close, and yet he demands that that person pay him back, and it wouldn't even, he, that person is 100 denarii, which is a few dollars. And so he would totally be able to pay him back, but he's, he wants to throw this guy in jail just because, until he pays every cent back, just because, um, um, yeah, just because. And so God, or the king brings him back, and, he's, and then he punishes him for every, he makes him pay every cent that he, that he forgave earlier. And so um, I think it de- still demonstrates even this parable that God remembers because he didn't, he forgave the debt and then he brought the debt back on the table and said, you have to pay the entire debt back. So, um, so yeah, even the fact that we still have demonstrated here that God still remembers just shows that's how powerful it is that God remembers and is still forgiving us and still not letting that affect our relationship with him mm-hmm. and his relationship with us. So I think it's, it's interesting in the verse you said about Psalms, as far as the east is from the west, that so far he's removed his transgressions from us. And it, it's the idea that Mike was saying too, that it's in the foref- it's like in the back of his mind, because I, I'm with Mike in the same boat. I can't believe that God can actually forget something, because God is all-knowing, of course. <laughs> but to just say how far the east is from the west, essentially that, that doesn't end. So that's how far God has placed that, uh, let's say, the sin of what we've done away from his own mind. Mm-hmm. So he knows it's there. It's just way, way over here. Yeah. It's an interesting thought. And um, so, Mike, as you were saying before, you know, you're on the spot again. I got it. <laughs> um, you say forgiving is important. And, yes. of course, <laughs> of course. But uh, you're also saying that it's also important not to forget as well. Like the idea that what you learned or what happened in the situation so you don't repeat it again, essentially. Would you say that's equally as important as the forgiveness aspect? I would say not forget if you've, if you've done the offense to someone and someone's forgiven you. Okay. Because then that's how you're going to learn from your past experiences. Uh, if someone has done an offense to you, uh, I don't think it's important to remember it. It's mm. just that's our minds just hold on to those kind of experiences. Yeah. So I'm saying it's not important to forget it and it's not important to remember it. If you remember it, then you remember it if you're afraid forget it. What's important is to not hold that uh, that bad situation, not let that bad situation affect your relationship with the person. Because if it's affecting the relationship with your pers- with the person, then you obviously haven't truly forgiven them because you're still harboring bad feeling- yep. feelings towards them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you forget it, then obviously you've totally forgiven it because it's not enough of an issue to still be in your mind. Okay. And... The final thought I have was, what does the Bible say about getting revenge, or rather making things right in your own mind? Do you, do you really think it says in the Bible that we should be seeking out revenge, or would you say that, because we know God is forgiving, right? Mm. But where do you think, because simply put, what does the Bible say about revenge from what you guys have studied? It, 
I find it depends on the covenant that you're looking at. If you're looking at the old covenant, lots of times God sending people to to do revenge against whatever the Philistines or whoever's attacking Israel, and He's sending them out. If you look at the new covenant, and it's saying not to take vengeance. But that's even even in the Old Testament. That's still God's, because in the New Testament, the reason why we shouldn't take revenge or take justice upon ourselves to, um, is because God's going to carry it out, and He's going to be the one that's going to show ultimate justice, and so um, we just leave that in His hands, and whatever happen, whatever He ends up deciding based on the situation as He understands it, which is He knows it perfectly well, whereas we have our lopsided, biased views of things is. He'll take care of it, but um, and the Old Testament, he's still taking care of it, but he's using people to do it, and he's mm-hmm. specifically commanding people. So it's not even he does. I don't even think you can, like, at least none. Nothing's coming to mind of where people in the Bible have been justified in and of themselves to go out on their own accord and and take, and take revenge. revenge. Yeah, like the example of the Philistines would be obviously an offense against God, but if you look in Deuteronomy or Leviticus where it says an eye for an eye that's if someone takes another person's eye not God's eye then it's saying to take out their eye isn't that not a form of vengeance in within the punishment but that's within the that's within the judicial system God set up so it's still it's still within God's system and his government he formed within Israel mm-hmm I think it's still. I think it's still. I think it's still the same. Just the way God demonstrates his his justice is different in the Old Testament than it is now. New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. I was just trying to think of a retort. I can't think of one, so I think you went. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep it interesting. <laughs> Any final thoughts, gentlemen, before I close it up with a verse? Um. I just had one question because it seems like, um, like, God forgiving us is very much dependent upon us forgiving others, and I was just mm-hmm. wondering to what extent you think that's the case. Like, do you think if we don't forgive one person, then that's instantly a hit against us, and God won't forgive us for anything? Or, like, what do you, what do you think the extent is that mm-hmm. God's w- willingness to forgive us is dependent upon our forgiving other people? I had this thought, I was wondering what you guys thought about that. Oh, that's an interesting thought, too. From my perspective, I would say that once you know God, God knows about all the bitterness and resentment you've held in your heart against other people or situations as they've come. And I don't believe... Like, so you're trying to say that, like, if one... Uh, one unforgiven thought towards somebody could be held against you and then you could end up in hell. Is that what you're trying to go at or mm-hmm. to that extreme? Yeah. Okay. I think it's, it's one, once you know God that he knows your heart, he knows your mind, he knows he already knew all this stuff, but now you're more aware of his presence and all of it. I don't think he would allow you to get to the end of your life, whenever that's supposed to be, without having that resentment worked out in some way. Because it's not always forgiving, going to the person necessarily and forgiving them of their actions. You can forgive them sitting at home by yourself as long as it's genuine. So I don't feel God would allow somebody to have that once they genuinely knew him. That's just my thought. I would kind of go along with that thought in the sense that he will give you opportunities 
to forgive mm. that, but um, it comes down to your choice. If he gives you those opportunities and you're missing those opportunities to forgive, mm. then you will find yourself on the wrong side of his of his judgment because it, uh, I mean, he says in many verses, do not go to bed angry and all this kind of stuff, right? And so he's, basically what I see from that, do not go to bed angry is forgive right away because because you don't want to be holding on to their because it's going to affect your your um, relationship with the person as well as the day and the hour these comings unknown and so you don't want to go away with that that uh, on your head mm. I'd say. so I'd say yeah you have to have all that forgiveness and it can't be an instance where you've forgotten about that situation and you've never forgiven the person for it because if you've forgotten that situation you I would say you've probably forgiven that person for it because you've forgotten it right okay fair enough like there's not going to be like you're going to be come up during to God after you die and be like well you know this situation I don't remember that situation <laughs> well you've never forgiven the person so you're going out I don't think that's going to happen I think if you've forgotten that situation it's obviously not affecting your relationship anymore and so you've forgiven them mm -hmm. fair enough just the thought that actually just came to me now um, is um, our forgiving other people, I think, has a direct impact on our relationship with God more than we realize. And I think a lot of it comes down to if we're not willing to forgive someone else, then our relationship with God is affected and, and ultimately we could end up just rejecting God and saying and just... Um, destroying that relationship completely because of unforgiveness in our life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that would uh, have a huge effect on whether we get accepted to heaven or hell or not. Because like, if we did, cause that's what ultimately decides is whether we have a relationship with God or not. He's going to say, well done, I, I knew you or I didn't know you. Get away from me. So, um, yeah, I just... That sort of just occurred to me now, but at the end of the day, I think all our all our sin has a direct effect on our relationship with God, and forgiveness is probably one of the biggest, especially since the emphasis of the Bible pretty much is Jesus coming and dying for us so that we can be forgiven of the multitude of sins we've committed against God, and we've committed so many, like last week we talked about perfection, and we just how we can't even come close to perfection and God's forgiven us of every little thing we've done that isn't perfect and so yeah mm -hmm. that's, that's a great closing thought Chris so <laughs> little golf clap, golf clap. <laughs> I'd just like to end with a verse from Romans it's Romans twelve seventeen to 21 don't pay back a bad turn by a bad turn to anyone see that your public behavior is above criticism as far as your responsibility goes Live at peace with everyone. Never take vengeance into your own hands, my dear friends. Stand back and let God punish if he will. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. And it is also written, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Don't allow yourself to be overpowered by evil. Take the offensive. Overpower evil with good. So listeners, let the power of good, let the power of God overtake you. Show forgiveness to others as he has forgiven us. Thank you for listening. I'm Wade Holmes. Mike Ryder. Check out our website. Wordpress.3semiwiseman.org 3semiwiseman.org
dot wordpress dot com. Oh, that's why it didn't work when I typed Amazing. it. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis said. Goodbye. <laughs> have, a, have a blessed morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world.